0: All right. Another episode of two Fit to be Tied. Got the AC on. It's I, hot outside. It's,
1: yeah, it is hot. We
0: can, But, you know, on the bright side, it's not 40 degrees and, and rainy, so we can be outside now. So, so what have you been up to?
1: <laughs> I've been hibernating. Okay. Um, in the, I don't do well in the winter months. Like, I mentally and physically do not do well.
0: I think a lot of people are like that.
1: Yeah. Like, you just, I don't want to work out, and I'm a fitness professional. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't want to leave my house, Mm -hmm. and I don't feel like going anywhere. Like, it is, it's actually, it's sad. So, what do I do? (laughs) I binge watch shows that, like, blow my mind.
0: Wow. Okay. And so, I'm sure we've watched some of the same shows. So, what? what, what's... All
1: right. So, are you ready? So... I think we may have talked a little bit about um, the uh, twin, the Tinder Swindler.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah.
1: Okay. That was mind-blowing. Crazy. Then there was Bad Vegan. Okay. Then you saw that.
0: Right? I did see that. Yep.
1: And then there was, you told me about this one, Phoenix Rising, which was Cra- about oh Marilyn my- Manson. God. Yeah. And his, um, one of the actresses that he dated. I mean, you... Think you live in this bubble.
0: Mm-hmm. I like
1: my bubble. I like yeah. the bubble. I like to think that everybody's good. A couple yeah. bad guys out there, but, you know, you, they, I like to think they look the part. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, like, they just look like bad guys. They must be bad guys. This is amazing how somebody who, let's use, I mean, any of them, a, a, a successful actress, a um, bad vegan was a very successful um, business owner, restaurateur,
0: Mm-hmm.
1: and these people are swindled. Even the Tinder swindler, he was dating on Tinder, and this guy had nothing, and he basically you know, found these women um, who were fairly successful you know, in terms of you know, they made their own money, and he, these people were able to swindle not just money and um, you know, some of them like their own families and friends, but I mean, the mental anguish and the way that somebody can manipulate is just incredible to me.
0: Well, and, and the way that they do it without any
1: remorse. remorse.
0: I mean, it's just. Sick. It's, it's crazy. So, um, and we should be getting, again, we should be getting kick, kickbacks. Netflix from,
1: should uh, definitely sponsor this because, and, I
0: mean. Yeah, we talk about a lot of Netflix shows, HBO. Mm-hmm. Is is there too? Um, we need to get our our I don't know our publicist to.
1: Yeah, we do. We do. To, well, we, you and well, I. I guess
0: we got to get a publicist.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if anyone out there knows anybody, send them our way. Well, we were on a um, we were on a little bit of a kick before where it was like the religious zealot sort of um, extremists.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Remember that we you and I were like.
0: I, oh, what's the the way down?
1: The way down. There was that. Um, it, there. I don't even remember what we watched. We watched a bunch of like fundamentalist
0: oh, stuff. The, yeah,
1: and that was crazy. But now we're on a whole new crazy.
0: Yeah. So all right. So let's okay. Let's let's break some of these shows down. Okay. Which one do you want to start with?
1: Let's start with Bad Vegan.
0: Bad Vegan. Uh, a woman in New York, right? Mm-hmm. She owns a very successful vegan restaurant. Stars come there. She's Ivy League educated. She went to the Wharton School of Business yeah. at Penn. And so you think she's pretty sharp. Or, I, mean, I don't know, I would think she's You she's, would think. She's, I mean, sharp. And, and she's got a from, successful business. From the
1: interviews of the people she knew, she seemed, she was very highly recognized. And she actually, from what I heard, I don't know if this is true, I didn't do the research, but I know somebody in the vegan sort of business, she said this woman is the actual reason why we have almond milk now. Wow. She seemed to be doing well. I mean, of course, with any business, there's a, there's a load of debt that you take on, which mm-hmm. is it's a hard pill to swallow. It's hard for people to have that kind of debt hanging over. And she did have that debt hanging over her head, which she was paying religiously. Mm-hmm. And then she ended up meeting, to make a long story short, this man who, I mean, you heard the tapes. He seemed very charismatic. He seemed yeah. very um, smart.
0: However, the things that he roped her in with, he had her believe that there was, like, some war, good versus evil, where, you know, if she just stuck it out, then she was going to be—her dog was going to live forever, Mm -hmm. for one.
1: Her debt was going to be paid off.
0: Her debt was going to be paid off, and she was going to be, like, queen of— the, the world. world,
1: basically, like it, it's it's sort of that happily ever after. Mm-hmm. Like, if we get through this, and if you give me your money, and if you do all these things and pass all these tests, we then we're going to conquer the world.
0: Right, and you, but I, I, but right now, I need you to send me a hundred thousand dollars to and prove to prove that
1: you believe and you're into this, and that you are going to pass this test.
0: And then at the end. You will get your reward. Now, she ended up giving him, what, like $2 million?
1: Something. And not only did she give millions of dollars to him, it was enough to where she had to close her own her restaurant. But her mother got roped in as well, and he was kind of swindling her on the side, yeah. trying to get money out of her to try to help her daughter or for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And she was sending money, and he ended up, like, taking—I want to say it was almost $6 million— yeah. And what ended up happening? What did he use the money for? Gambling. He was an avid gambler.
0: When I f- I'm like, holy shit.
1: Sickening. Sickening when you found that out. It was like this woman worked. It was blood, sweat, and tears in her business and how she could allow. And she she even said at one point she wasn't even in love with him. She wasn't even attracted to him.
0: But the, uh, but the interesting thing is the mental hold that he had over her.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: And um,
1: and the same held true for, you know, the Tinder swindler. He said he was a diamond. Um,
0: he was the son of a diamond. Uh, uh,
1: dealer, basically. Heir,
0: yeah, an heir to a diamond family. Yes.
1: And he said that there was an enemy. Same. <laughs> yeah, his they enemies. All, they all have the same playbook.
0: So, I mean, just to back up a little bit, what he would do is he would, I, I assume it's Tinder that he used. Yeah. And he finds these women and Within, I don't know, days of meeting them, he's flying them to Europe to have lunch. And they're in the best hotels. And then they're, um, you know, meeting famous people. And he's got Rolex watches. He has, he has an entourage. And they're
1: all co- corroborating with the story.
0: Yeah. And so so after he winds them, dines them, spends money on them, then he goes, I got to take a trip. And then all of a sudden, his enemies pop up. And even though his father is, you know, this diamond in the diamond business, he needs them to send him a check for $50,000, $40,000. I'm going to pay you back as soon as I get in. You know, so it, it, I'm going to pay you back as soon as I get rid of my enemies.
1: And or, to them, they, they have seen this man spend $50,000, $25,000, 50 in a night yeah. on them. So to them, this is nothing to him. He gives his pennies to this guy, to them. I mean, it's, it might be their life savings and, and then some.
0: And, but the similar thing to Bad Vegan is he's not so much saying if you just stick it out, you get your reward. It's sort of implied. Yeah. Now, I, I really need you to help me with this. And I'm sure these women are thinking, oh, my God, this guy's amazing. He spent all this money on me. And if I don't stick it out, then I'm not going to get the reward. I'm not going to end up with him Mm -hmm. with this lavish lifestyle.
1: Oh, yeah. They'll lose it all.
0: Yeah.
1: The other thing is he does have these women searching for apartments to live with. Yeah. He he is giving them the premise that they're going to live together and build a life together. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure, you know, these women have fallen in love. You know, a lot of, especially a lot of men in my investigation Okay, fix on this. it up. Fix it up. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of men look at this and think, wow, these women are just dumb idiots who are gold diggers. And maybe women think that too. I don't know. But I have to be honest, I you can think that, right? But like, mm-hmm. I understand it might be a little bit weird that this weird diamond, you know, air wants to fly you to Paris for lunch on a first date, right? I get that that might be a little bit strange. hmm But I mean, after watching that, I'd be like, hell no. But I mean,
0: but before watching it, you'd be like,
1: (laughs) I'd be like, Paris for lunch. We saved
0: you. Watching that saved you from the Tinder (laughs) swim.
1: But what woman doesn't want to go to Paris for lunch? I mean, is that so, so like bad that a woman is like, well, all right. I mean, this guy's busy. He obviously doesn't have time to date. He's going to fly me to Paris. Yes, I do see it's a little weird, but a lot of women would not pass that up. Not because they're gold diggers, because it's a really cool opportunity that you're really probably never going to get.
0: Okay, so I'm a man, right?
1: (laughs) As far as we know, yeah.
0: Yes. (laughs) Okay. So if a woman said to me, hey, you know what? I want to fly you to to Paris for lunch. Okay. I I might be like, get the fuck out of here. (laughs) Seriously. Wait,
1: wait. Is that because you're a guy and it would be weird for a woman to do that?
0: Or oh, because, absolutely not. No, it's, it's, okay, no, it's there's no, no thing where, no, She's you make more money, I can't okay, handle and it. Are you sure? so nothing no. to do with that. Nothing to do with that. You're like, just
1: thinking logically, as a logical human being, you're thinking, you that's messed up. You don't
0: fucking know me.
1: Well, she's busy. She's very, very busy doing diamond heiress things. Mm-hmm. Maybe she doesn't have time to meet you in your ta- your city for coffee, and she would like you to just hop on her plane and take you over to Paris. I don't think it's that <clears throat> illogical.
0: However... Why me? Now I could I could see okay. if we I could see if we sat down for. Well, she
1: is online dating. Let's not forget these. Okay, the hypothetical okay. she right. Okay. Is online dating. Mm-hmm. So maybe I don't know why you, but maybe like she's interested in fit African American guys. I don't know. Maybe yeah, but this Tinder gonna- swindler was interested in blonde, successful women. You know what I mean? And they just felt special. Like, well, I guess he maybe this is what he does with all his dates.
0: Okay, so it's like you don't, I don't know you, you don't know me. Okay. Okay. You can get me on that plane and just be like a fucking rich serial killer. It's like where where's Jerome? I don't know. He said he was going to Paris for lunch and then <laughs>
1: He wanted a date to Paris? We, we don't know.
0: We we never we never saw him again. Okay. And to me, there's gotta be a little bit more of a connection there. And so
1: How we, do you, but how do you know there wasn't a ton of like texting and getting to know each other, maybe phone calls, FaceTimes. We don't know that. Don't know that.
0: True, okay. Maybe True. that
1: happened, and then the first date was like, okay, you feel comfortable with me? Mm-hmm. This guy was a master manipulator, so I'm sure he wasn't dumb. I'm sure he wasn't just like, hey, get on a, fl- a plane and fly over here. There's a lot, obviously, in this documentary that's unsaid, right?
0: But I, I will say this now. I mean, I think this is a, a better point. I, I'm, I'm not— I don't want to say that the women were gold diggers, but the amount of money that he made did or that he appeared to make Mm -hmm. did play into it. Oh, for sure. So if he just was, I don't know, uh, a middle class dude and they had met and he lived a couple states over, you know, he takes her, you know, they have some nice lunches, some nice dinners. And then he goes on a business trip and says, oh, my God, my enemies are after me. Can you please send me fifty thousand dollars? Would those women then have kept giving him money? There was not that. There was not the idea of oh, I'm going to get the prize in the end.
1: Yes, you're right. I I I agree with that. They'd be
0: like, dude, I don't know. I'm going to pray for you and hope. uh,
1: But that was the same thing with Bad Vegan. He didn't seem very flashy, or but he kept saying in the end there was like this prize at the end Mm -hmm. that she was going to get all this debt, you know. Sort of, and then some. This debt paid off and then some. She was going, and and I don't even know if she knew what she was fighting for. It's almost like she lost herself. She ended up staying in, I mean, she wasn't wined and dined. This woman stayed in hotel rooms with this man after she lost her business. And even while she was starting to lose her business, she was just almost like captive in these hotel rooms. She didn't leave. Mm-hmm. There was nowhere to go. They were in Vegas. She didn't eat half the food that was available to her because she was vegan. You know, it was like she seemed miserable.
0: What the, you know, The interesting thing about that is, you know, where you go back to the idea of gold diggers is, and, and I'm not saying that she was one, but with her, she seemed as though she wasn't really in love with him or attracted to him.
1: It was like she just wanted connection, human connection. Oh. You know, she was an, she was really an introvert mm-hmm. at heart from what they described. And she would have to go out into this restaurant and be the, the one, the, mm-hmm. the, the, the star, the-, the face. And I think that was maybe the struggle and maybe to have somebody at home who you can come home to. And I mean, we all want somebody to connect with, right? Mm-hmm. We all want to be like the shit show of life. You want to come home and be like, okay, this is my sanctuary. Like, yeah. this person is here for me. This person shelters you from, you know, the crazy that goes on in your life, especially when yeah, you're... Yeah, you can
0: take your armor off and, right. and just And maybe be that's with that what person. she
1: really wanted um, in addition to the fact that maybe she thought in at first that her business was going to be debt-free. But it mm-hmm. sort of morphed into this really messed up, and I think this is like the concept of brainwashing. I think it's very scary how people can be manipulated and brainwashed even when it seems you have very smart, you know, women in these situations that you wouldn't even think would fall prey to this. And they are. And it's like crazy to watch. And of course, we don't know the inner workings. We don't know we see the, the, the picture that is portrayed on screen, mm-hmm. but it is so mind-boggling to see that these people are like this.
0: Absolutely. And, and, and like you said, when you look at them and these people are educated, and, and, and I think maybe there's a mix of the, the prize at the end is definitely something it, it is in play there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, emotional connection. Right. Gaslighting. And, you know, for the the woman in in Bad Vegan, I want to say a little bit of naivete.
1: Yeah.
0: Right? Because her sister said that she went to visit her at college. And while she was there, they would, you know, they would be out on the town. And every homeless person, she wanted to give money to them. And it's like you can't…
1: Help everybody. You can't
0: help everybody. And you kind of have to draw a a line somewhere.
1: So this is going to sound… harsh and I don't know a better way to put it, but I have people that I know Mm -hmm. that are in some seriously toxic relationships Mm -hmm. and they, you can talk to them until you're blue in the face and they do not, it's like you're telling them the sky is red and they're looking at you like you're nuts, but they, they, you know, they, they go in and out, they go in and out of like, I think something's messed up. I think I'm being manipulated. I think this might be toxic. And then they're right back in it. And, I, and part of me feels like they just feel that they can't get any better, they can't find anybody any better, or maybe there is nobody better out there, so mm-hmm. they settle. And then you end up settling for a very subpar life with this person that they take and they suck your energy dry, and that is your new norm.
0: Yeah. Well, and I mean, it's like
1: instead of being alone. hmm or thinking that you deserve better, you stay, and your life can truly be ruined.
0: Yeah, well, and I mean, I, I would agree with that, but I think it probably happens on a level that they're not aware of, you know? I agree, In uh, our last podcast that we recorded, you guys haven't heard it yet, um, mm-hmm. you know, we talked about um, being unaware of, of your, your thoughts and feelings. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes you get this emotional connection, and that will drive things sort of beneath the surface. Okay. So you're, so you're connected to this person, and then when they're gone, there's something in you that you're used to it. You want to be back mm-hmm. in that. Mm-hmm. And, but, but you don't know it. And so at the times when they're thinking logically, then that's when they go, oh, something's wrong here. You know, yeah. but when they're feeling emotionally, and that person calls them, they're like, "Yeah, I gotta." You know, they go, they go back.
1: Yeah, it's a subconscious level, sort of thinking. Yeah, and they can't identify that. So, okay, I'm going to tell you what I think my um, theory is. Now, I hate to say this out loud because I I love Disney. I think Disney's great. I've loved Disney movies. I I. I've gone to Disneyland, and I frequent, you know, Disney mm-hmm. movies. Wow, okay. But. Wait. What?
0: Disneyland in California.
1: I don't know. Does it matter?
0: I'm going to say this, because people go to Disney World.
1: <laughs> I've been there, but I have just recently went to Disneyland.
0: Okay. Because Does it matter, though? To people that go, it does.
1: They do? It yeah, matters? But, oh. Why?
0: I don't know. There's, like,
1: Disneylanders and Disney Worlders, and, like, their worlds don't collide?
0: No, not that they don't collide. They're just two different places, and people will let you know that. You know, somebody goes, you know, they're going to Florida, you know, for the Disney in Florida, and then, you know, they come back and go, oh, how was Disneyland? I was in Disney World.
1: (laughs) Okay, well, I've been to both. I'm sorry. I've been to both. I'm sorry I
0: offended you. I
1: mean, it's not like I'm never going to go run, like, a 5K there. I'm never Mm going to do, like, some kind of marathon or whatever they do. I'm never gonna get married in Disney. I'm not those kind, that kind of person. Okay. Like some people are really into it, you know. Okay. Like, no, I'm, okay. I'm just I w- that moderate. would lower
0: my my opinion of you slightly, but, <laughs> but I'm so, sorry. So, so you hate to harp on okay, Disney, but, but I so are.
1: I hate to you know I hate to harp on it because you grew up that way mm-hmm. with all those movies. But every single movie, you know, I'm 40. Every single mm-hmm. movie that we grew up with was like some woman needed to be saved.
0: And rescued, yeah. And
1: rescued, and like, doesn't matter. You know, we. I think that that message is something that we just take with us. We, we all, at times, have felt, not all, but most of us, many of us, have felt like we needed to be rescued or saved, and that's what the man's role is. We've we've viewed that in so many different movies and situations that that's what we were, and a lot of us were taught that as well. You know, growing up, my mother worked. So I saw a working mother. My father actually stayed home because mm-hmm. he was twenty years older than her. So it was very different than most people grow up. Okay. Um so I have a way different perspective in that way.
0: Did that feel weird to you?
1: No, that was my norm. That okay. was like totally okay. normal to me. Okay. You know? So I'd be like, Oh, you're I'm not saying
0: it should feel weird. I'm just saying, No, I'm no. Just I
1: just I always thought it was weird because I would see a lot of moms stay home. Uh okay. And dads work, and I'm like, Oh, that's weird. Like I always thought everybody else was weird, you know? Oh, got it, got it. Um at that time, not a lot of both, both parents didn't work. Now, I think it's a pretty mm-hmm. standard. A lot of parents, you know, both parents work. But regardless, I think women have this innate nature to feel like they need to be saved. And so...
0: Now, do you think that is because of... I mean, it's not... It's not be, the Disney movies were just a representation of yeah. society. Okay. Or maybe it was. Right? Okay. The Disney movies that come out now...
1: They're a little, um, they're different. They're
0: different. They're different. The women are empowered. Yep. And um it's it's a different story. Do you think that changes the mindset? Because I mean, there's a a definite focus on changing that view, okay. view in the di- Okay. But does it still I, do you and, know, and I'm asking this, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking out a, loud. Does this still does this does that rescuing mindset still exist beneath the surface?
1: I'm going to get a little personal and tell you, like, when I was a kid, I very much felt I needed that rescuing sort Mm -hmm. of mentality. I mean, up until I finally got some therapy and realized what my issues were. But now my daughter is in her 20s, -hmm. and I see how different she is. I mean, she didn't really necessarily grow up on those kinds of movies. And obviously, Mm -hmm. she came from a working mother, right, right? Who, when I was done with somebody, someone's abuse, I would leave. You know, like, I wasn't gonna stand for that. That was something I wanted to teach my daughter. Like, you don't stay when somebody is abusive. Like, you don't let somebody treat you like shit. Right. So for me, I am trying to teach my daughter something different, right?
0: The anti-Disney.
1: The, well, the, the an-
0: anti, right? anti-old Disney. New, new Disney is different.
1: But you you don't need a man to save you, right? Yeah. You can work, you can be fine by yourself. So what am I finding now? Mm-hmm. I'm finding that my daughter is now the savior. Oh. She finds the ones to save. And I'm like,
0: ah, shit. Oh, man. Shit. You should have shoulder <laughs> sh- You should have let her watch the- I should
1: the, have let her watch Beauty and the, the Beast the or old, you know, Cinderella, Disney. Snow White. <laughs> Damn it. You know, a little bit of that would have gone a long way. So I just, I think that maybe, and this mm-hmm. is just, of course, everybody's different. Okay. But I think that, you know, I mean, my daughter is very- smart and successful and amazing and very pretty. And anyone, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, depending on your standards would think she's pretty. It doesn't necessarily matter, but it doesn't hurt. And she finds people to save because she can. And, you know, she's gone the opposite way. So I, yeah. I don't know your, the answer to that question. I don't know the answer.
0: Wow. That, that may have to be another episode. That we may might have to, to be a whole episode. We may episode. have to dive into. But
1: speaking of Disney movies, we're going to move this over to one specific Disney movie. Do you remember Di- um, Beauty and the Beast?
0: I know I saw it. Um,
1: so there's a beast. Yes. He saves this woman.
0: Mm-hmm. And yeah. there's.
1: Well, saves her. He kid- living, he basically l- kidnaps her. Living
0: candlesticks and There's like and a whole, yeah, and-
1: right. This mansion, okay. this big mansion. He basically kidnaps her. Let's let's call it what it is. Okay. And makes her fall in love with him. Well, I mean, doesn't make her, but, you know, quote unquote makes her. She's in this mansion all by herself, all alone, you know, distressed. And then find fall, ends up dancing with this big ugly beast who makes her dance with him. And she ends up falling in love with him. And then he turns into the prince that she's always been looking for. I mean, first of all, that's some fucked up shit. Wow, <laughs> when you're a kid, you don't remember that part, right?
0: You you don't remember that part. Well,
1: like as a kid, you don't internalize that. You don't understand. Oh, like, you're not breaking you're not, it like, down. Hey, this to is say a little fucked up, people. like he
0: kidnapped her, right? You're or, yeah. just
1: like, oh, that's sweet and cute, you know? Yeah. I mean, you actually look at the she's like with some like what I would call a narcissistic douchebag, probably somebody I would date.
0: Okay. <laughs> And what, was missing. he a salesman? Gaston.
1: Du- Gaston, yeah, I think he was a salesman.
0: Wow, okay. Remember Gaston? Oh, How, he was I don't the-
1: remember what I ate for breakfast, but I remember Gaston.
0: Okay, vaguely. Anyways, yeah.
1: he was like the big, boisterous, sort of oh, like, right, right, you yeah. know, good-looking, you mm-hmm. know, whatever. And then, um, but he was a jerk, and so she ended up being saved in sort of by being kidnapped by the Beast. And then finding that was her true love. Messed up shit. That is some messed up shit.
0: That is messed up.
1: That's like Stockholm syndrome right there.
0: It is. Well, and he, he so he, so he kidnaps her. And I'm taking your word for this because I don't, I don't know. Well, yeah, like, I
1: mean, okay, wait a minute. I don't know if they show him putting a bag over her head and like kidnapping her per se. I don't know how he got her to the mansion, but she got there. And okay. I don't think it was willingly, against her will. Yeah. Okay.
0: I mean, because you don't have to have a bag over your head to be kidnapped. <laughs>
1: No. Well, I'm just saying like don't I don't remember exactly how she got it to the mansion. An,
0: it was a it was I a gentle remember. kidnapping
1: it was a, yeah,
0: so you know i mean that that whole that whole thing is just like that, that is that is crazy so but but again, it goes back to that idea of you get the prize at the end right so he's he's this he's literally a fucking animal right right you know right. But and she it, got
1: the prize at the end, and she But she was gets saved. the
0: prize at the end. So
1: this brings me to my next Netflix indulgence, 365 Days.
0: Okay, so you told me about <laughs> this.
1: I'm laughing because I thought you had nothing better to watch, so I suggested it, and then you couldn't even get through it. Um, I heard about it because my daughter told me about it. And I said, oh, do you want to watch that 300—I feel like a 90-year-old woman. Um, Do you want to watch that 365 Days thing with me? And she goes— uh, no, that's like super inappropriate. I'm like, why? And she's like, I'm not watching that with my mom. And I'm like, what is that all about? Well, why? Well, like it, you're I like, I was now, like okay, now I gotta watch. It. Okay, all right. Yeah, I see why she didn't want to watch that with me. Good, good thinking. Anyways.
0: Okay, so break down the premise of this one for us. This handsome. I got, I got about halfway through it, and then I'll, I'll give my thoughts.
1: Okay. Well, this, and may,
0: maybe I need to go back and watch the end, but we'll. I mean,
1: we'll, mm, you're not missing much. But okay. this amazingly handsome really hot Sicilian. <laughs> was he not? He was hot. Come on. All
0: you know right. what? Like like I will I've told you before, like sometimes I, I don't know if a guy is good looking or not. I'm like, I know that that dude is good looking. Okay.
1: Okay. Yeah. So he is this like he like comes from this mafioso family and he's like the head of it now because his father dies and he finds this woman and he just has to have her. So he kidnaps her. And, well, she's, like, passed out or something. And he, like, takes her to his big mansion. It was literally the same premise as Beauty and the Beast. I don't know how it was any different. Okay. And he's like, sends for her clothes. And she, you know, he's like, be ready for dinner at 7. And she's like, I want to go home. You know, I don't want to stay here. But then shows up in this really sexy outfit. And you're just like, what the? I I mean, you can't. I could see where you stopped watching it. I just had to finish it out through the end. When I commit, I commit.
0: Yeah, because Failure is not an option.
1: And what, is he <laughs> and what does he say to her? Remember about being gentle?
0: Oh, it was something like, I, I need you to teach me how to be gentle. I don't know how to be gentle. Now, he's killed some people. Yeah. You know, kidnapped her. And And my whole thought with this was I texted you like about halfway through, and I said, and I have not checked this. I could be wrong, and on a future podcast, I will— I will admit, if I'm wrong, I'm like.
1: In today's market, it's important to know what you can expect in return from making minor upgrades and improvements to your home and what will pay off when it comes time to sell. For example, did you know refinishing your wooden floors could cost $3,400? Return on investment would be $5,000. That's 147% recovery. Installing brand new floors could cost you $5,000, And your return on investment would be $6,500, which is a 118% recovery. Expertise matters. Buy, sell, invest, rent with Michelle Mahelich, Realtor, D. April Properties, 702-218-9919. This
0: this is a romantic comedy. This was written (laughs) for women. This guy kidnaps a woman. Okay, so first of all, even I know the dude is good looking. Why her? He doesn't know her. They didn't hang out. He right. didn't go, oh, my God, we connect so well. I just got to kidnap this woman. I got to have her in my life, right?
1: Well, why any of these women? This is the whole point of what I'm trying to say with the, any of these, even these real-life documentaries. Well, but, it's but, making these women feel like they are so special that they were chosen. And he's telling her, you need to spend—we We are. We have such a connection. You are the one for me. I need you to— be prisoner for three hundred and sixty five days, and if you decide you're not in love with me within three sixty five days you're you can leave you can okay, willingly so, walk out
0: so here's the thing so how much of an interaction did they have before he kidnaps her
1: I don't think it was i don't think anything right like, I think yeah,
0: so he just sees her and knows that's you're the one mm-hmm. okay love love at first sight so right. much so that I need to physically but
1: don't you feel like see I think guys are different. I think women want to be want to feel that way like you're the one. I will which drop is, everything and do anything and I will I will commit my whole life
0: to you because it's you. Which is why I said it was a story written for women. <laughs> Possibly. It was
1: Beauty and the Beast re-incarnated
0: oh, 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 in Italy. So, okay, so this dude's good looking. She's good looking.
1: Mhm. Now she's very pretty
0: very pretty now but this dude with his money and his lifestyle and and his looks
1: couldn't have anyone
0: could have anyone But he wants her who he i and I would argue he would he could have gotten somebody hotter than that woman
1: <laughs> who, <laughs> he, who he, he does not care who
0: that's... he who he did not need to kidnap
1: but but remember
0: that's but that's the story though that's what we're getting at is well, like that's the that's the, the
1: whole thing she, in her mind. The she's like, I could have any. He could have anyone, but he picked me.
0: But he picked me to to show him how to be gentle because he right. doesn't know how to be gentle. And and I got news for you. Um, what's well, not news. I've said this before. People do what they do because they are who they are. <laughs> this this fucker's killed need people. An
1: attitude, we really do. He's
0: he's he's killed people. He's not he's and, not a
1: gentle. He's he's not giant. a gentle
0: person. Yeah. And 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 not. Um, and from time to time he would. Almost sort of remind her, y- you know, I could rape you if I wanted to. It's like, you know, and yeah,
1: but not, but that's but, the manipulative but, but control that a kidnapper would have. But I'm
0: not going to do, right? do it because because you're the one, right? And I want you to teach me to be gentle,
1: right? It's so messed up. It was like a dis. I'm watching this thinking, this is very rapey. I mean, this oh. is very like. Con- we should be concerned about watching this. This is not.
0: Yeah, but it's it's pretty highly rated on Netflix. Well, because he's
1: hot, and, and she so is she, honestly. So and, really, and, so,
0: and here's the other thing. So when I when I told her, I'm like, oh, this it's got all the elements of the romantic comedy, without the comedy, right? Yes. So, and and I've been dragged to a number of I should I've been dragged to a number of romantic comedies, and they they all have these these elements. You know, there's the the guy and. The girl and they don't get along well at first, but then they're in these situations, and then over time, you know, they get to the point where they start to see something in, in that in that other in that other person. The other thing is in the romantic comedies, a lot of times she's in a relationship, yeah, she's got a guy,
1: she which she did, in she this, did, yeah, in this she situation. did have a guy,
0: but in these in these romantic comedies, the guy he's not a bad guy. Mm-hmm. He just doesn't get her. He's just not passionate. Mm-hmm. He just doesn't have that extra level of of oomph or or, or whatever the case may be. And so, and so she realizes that this, you know, later, first she can't stand him, but later she realizes, oh, we were meant to be.
1: And she falls in, I mean, I can tell you the complete end. You can watch it yourself because Jerome hasn't seen it either. Okay, so spoiler but,
0: alert. I'm, you can just tell me. I'm probably not going to.
1: Well, okay, but. She falls in love with him. I mean, mm. obviously, we knew that was going to happen, right? Yeah. She ends up falling in love with him. I, it would
0: be cool to me, like if he, if she said, <laughs> "Oh, I love you," and then she like stabbed him in his sleep. <laughs> that, would, <laughs> that would be awesome. That
1: would be. That would be. You know what? Then a man would have written it. And oh yeah. Like, See, oh God, I totally wrote that.
0: That's going to be my movie.
1: Yes, I love it. it.
0: 180 days.
1: <laughs> so she ends up falling in love with him, and then I don't need to say what happens at the end. Feel free to watch it yourself. But the point is, how messed up is this? She ends up. Falling in love with the enemy, really.
0: Now, was there a point when you when you watched it and be honest? Okay. That there was like something in you that said, "Oh, <laughs> oh."
1: No, because I am a healthy human being now. So there was and no I point see- where
0: you went, "Like I'm like
1: this is ridiculous." I okay. Mean, no, so you I thought really it was ridiculous did. too? I really okay, did. Okay. Good. I really did. I now, old me probably would have been like, "Oh, that's so sweet," you know. Like, <laughs> see, there is hope for me.
0: Is he a salesman?
1: He kills people? Oh, well, it's the
0: same thing. <laughs> I hope someone kidnaps me.
1: <laughs> no, I've just, been kidnapped twice. Just, I'm good. I'm good. You're just walking, around,
0: walking, around, dark, walking around dark alleys.
1: <laughs> I've basically been kidnapped and tortured. I'm good. Um, so these are the things that we're watching. I mean, first of all, this is what I've done all winter.
0: Uh-huh.
1: I, I have to stop because I can't wrap my brain around... Half of the things I'm watching, I'm so slowly lowering my vibration, my frequency watching this shit. Yeah.
0: My, I'm slowly lowering my faith in humanity.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but the point is, okay, right, granted, three sixty five, three hundred and sixty five days was not a real, you know, it wasn't a documentary. Yeah. But some of these others are. We talk oh. about raising no rising Phoenix.
0: Phoenix rising. Well, oh, a- Phoenix starring- Rising. Evan Rachel Wood. I, and, That's what her name and is. And she is, um, I mean, if you've watched Westworld or, she was in a movie years ago. She was like 13 or. 13, yeah, yeah. That was
1: a series that um, she was in. I mean,
0: and she's a she's a great actress. And again, so you and look smart. at. And smart and and attractive. And you look at, and again, you look at these, you know, people and you go, well, how could somebody fall into that? And it's like you, you know, you watch these movies and you see, you know, how they're sort of reeled in, taken advantage of.
1: People will do crazy shit for love. And that is, I think, the major moral of the story. That one was less about money and more about just totally emotionally and physically abusing and sexually abusing women. That's what this man did. It was disgusting to me to watch. That was probably one of the worst ones. Um, But you would be shocked at what girls, women, will do for love. And, you know, I mean, we don't see documentaries about what men do for love. So, I I mean, I hate to be so gender biased. But Mm -hmm. I do believe that it is more of a, you know, it is more of a sort of commonality for women to fall prey to men who use and manipulate and control women. And it is scary to watch because the scariest part is that that could be you. That could be your daughter. That could be your sister. That could be anyone that you know, and that's the scariest part about all of it.
0: Yeah, and, um, I, and I, I would say, I think they're doing it for what they think is love. Yeah. I would call it a psychological hold or okay. taking advantage of okay. someone's, you know, well because that's fair because they're not really getting love out of it. Yeah. They they get what they think is right. is love. Well, check you back
1: know. to our red flags episode because that's where you're really going to get the bulk of,
0: you yeah. know,
1: I'm sure there are red flags. I mean, Mm -hmm. these people are not perfect. They are not flawless. They are not that master manipulative that they can surpass some of the commonalities in terms of red flags. You can kind of see some red flags and some inconsistencies, but you just don't want to believe them. Right. So check back to that episode because that gives you a real good indicator of what you're dealing with. And if your gut instinct is telling you that something is wrong, something very well might be wrong, do not ignore it.
0: Absolutely, and and you say you know it's more of it happens to women more. I would say I would say maybe there are some I don't know some facets of it that yeah. that happen to to women more, but I think I think it's more of a human thing, and in a lot of ways, um, just because of society, right? Um, you know, most guys aren't going to go. Most guys are going to be like, oh yeah, I'm not going to tell anybody. That happened right you know and so well, you just look, don't
1: <clears throat> I don't know anything about the Johnny Depp Amber whatever her name is yeah situation but I know that there's a lot going on a lot of talk about abuse and it I don't I don't know the details but it does sound a lot like that man well I'm sure he's not perfect either but it he's sounds kind like, of a weird guy it sounds like there was a lot of crazy shit that he endured that is now coming out on you know, national television which is so bizarre to me because I'm trying to figure out why don't you why are they televised do they get money from that
0: the the actors
1: yeah I mean yeah but this is their real life divorce like um post-divorce situation
0: well well, it's it's good tv
1: is that why it's televised because you don't see any other celebrity televising they're airing their dirty laundry oh
0: it's good tv they're gonna are they getting
1: paid for that you think
0: no, they're not getting paid for it.
1: But it's just publicity?
0: For the actors? Yeah. No, it it's it's money for the news stations. Oh. So, you know, the, you know, this is one of my things. But, you know, after, when you have a 24-hour news station, like news used to be 5 to 6, 6 to 7 or okay. whatever. And it was paid for by all the other shows. Now, when you have like a CNN, a Fox, MSNBC, all they have is news. Mm-hmm. They make their money by the sponsors. Right. Sponsors give them money if just people like are watching the show. Right?
1: Yeah, like Ex- us. Okay, exactly. got it. And we do so, this for free, everybody. Just totally and, free.
0: And so they have to put stuff on that people watch, want to see, so that they can get money from sponsors. Oh, got it. You know, okay. for the got other. It. Otherwise, you know, it would just. But be, what
1: is the draw for these two? I don't know if she's a celebrity, but for Johnny Depp, who is a big-time celebrity, Mm -hmm. to want to put this out for the world to see—I mean, I'll tell you what—I don't want anyone to see my, you know, post-divorce shit or even divorce shit.
0: It's high drama. It's a train wreck.
1: But what's the draw for them? I get the draw for the news station. Oh, oh, I see. Why do they want it to be televised?
0: Oh, I see. That's a good question. I, you know, I don't.
1: I mean, do they have a choice? I don't know. I'm sure they do. I mean, otherwise we'd see other people's – we don't see anybody's stuff.
0: Here, Okay, so interestingly, I don't know this, but here's a thought. Each – they both think they're right. Right. That's So true. the world is going to see, watch this thing, and okay. they'll see that you did me wrong. He's mm. thinking that. She's thinking that. Mm. And so at the end of the day, the, the public is going to get a chance. But they both feel as though – They're when, so right that when, they
1: want everyone to when see. When
0: people see – When people see what you did to me, they're going to hate you.
1: That's interesting. I'm going to investigate this because I want to know if there's some sort of money involved for them doing this. Because nobody else does it. I don't know. Would you want your – I mean, I've air enough on this podcast. I don't need anyone to see it (laughs) real time.
0: In real time. You
1: know? Um,
0: I – We're going to investigate this. I think they both – I mean, it's –
1: they just want to prove the other person was wrong and I'm right.
0: And and everybody's gonna That's see it. That's what you think it is. Yeah. I mean, all I, mean, I know. And you know, I don't know much about her. He's a weird dude. The yeah. uh, the cologne he he advertises though is is awesome. I have it, <laughs> <laughs> and I get complimented on it really? all the time. Really?
1: It's a Johnny Depp cologne?
0: No, it's not. No, it's not Johnny, Johnny Depp cologne. It's it's called Sauvage. Okay. And I mean, it, it smells nice. But pot-
1: he reps it,
0: or yeah, he just uh, wears it. No, he reps it. I mean, okay. there's there's a th- there's a commercial where, I mean, there's like him in desert is involved. <laughs> He's playing a the guitar. There's wolves involved. I mean, wow, it's like this is some it's crazy shit. All right, but I didn't buy it because of that. I, yeah. I bought it because it smelled good. Okay, I'm like, all right. I'm like, oh, now I don't want to tell people. Yeah, that.
1: right. Um, okay, so basically, the moral of the story is there's some fucked up shit on Netflix. If you have nothing better to do. Just, I mean, you'll get sucked into a warp of, wow, craziness. But the mm-hmm. weather's nice, at least here in Chicago. So we no longer have to worry about that until, yeah. like, you know, maybe October. And then so, we're back on the Netflix bandwagon.
0: So be outside. But if you, if you watch these things, I mean, I think it is, even though you look at it and you go, oh, that's messed up. Right. The next time you you have a friend or family member who is in a difficult situation, you can look at these things and go, you know what? There's some very successful, highly educated people that that fall into this. So it's not like your loved one is just, you know, doing a stupid thing. Sometimes it goes a lot deeper than that. And I think it kind of gives some insight into how you can fall into some of those situations. That's true. It's education. It's education. I mean,
1: I was researching past. It is definitely entertaining, but it is it is definite education because, like we said, you can live in a bubble. We said this in the last episode, and not know what's out there. And not right. know that people can be manipulated like this. And yeah. it makes you a little bit more, you know, to know that you might get carjacked somewhere just random, it makes you a little bit more aware of your surroundings, right? Yeah. To know that somebody who maybe doesn't have your best interest in heart and has theirs can manipulate you is something that you should know, whether it's in business or relationships or, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever it may be. Yes. and Positions of power.
0: Most importantly, learn the difference between Disneyland and Disney World. And don't mix them up when people go there.
1: Boom. That's what we learned today.
0: That's what we we got some good stuff. All right. So for Too Fit to be Tied, I'm Jerome. I'm Constance. And we'll see you next time. See ya. (laughs) Let's go.